Hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham, aka Sconcy Business, and today we're here with Rohan Agarwal from Cypher Rock, who is the co-founder and CEO. Can you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. So, hey everyone, I'm Rohan. Uh, I first heard about Bitcoin in 2014, uh, but then again, ne never really went into the rabbit hole until 2016 is, you know, kind of when I started reading more about Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies and the whole idea around decentralization in general. And so it was still, uh, you know, I was still very much in my colleges. So, you know, I had this bug of going to various hackathons. So, you know, around the time of January 2017 I went to this hackathon where you know we you know our group of friends decided to implement a decentralized crowdfunding platform on Ethereum and so you know at that time the funny story is Ethereum was at around seven dollars right so this is January 2017 and I thought mm -hmm. shit this is so expensive because you know i haven't heard about uh, like a virtual currency this expensive so i didn't you know buy it at that time we you know managed to win something out of the hackathon but you know the funny part is uh, six months down the line i was the same person who bought ethereum at 250 dollars so there you have it my mistake right but you know after that it was all about trading investing you know going more into how these technology works you know what other uh, what other um consensus algorithms you know how they are differentiated in that aspect so that is that, that was how i you know spent my senior year but then you know after after that bull run uh, of uh, 2017 i realized you know i'm much better off working on the technology side rather than just trading off these assets which basically i have no control of and so I, with my co-founder at that time, I mean, we decided to research on various problems, uh, you know, this current space offered. And one of them that could coincide with our strengths in general. So we stumbled upon, you know, the wallet architecture in general, because we believe that, you know, it's still not very much as mature as a web 2.0 architecture, which is just a normal username and password. And we thought, you know, if this space needs to go, you know, mass adopted, we need much more simpler, much more secure ways to access the Web 3.0, right? And so, you know, all that time in our senior year, you know, we were constantly taking feedbacks uh, from users, like what problems that they faced. And so there are uh, three basic problems that really arose at that time. Right. And so the first problem was writing down your seed phrases on a piece of paper. Right. Because, you know, uh, Scott, if you see on one hand, we use hardware wallets to secure the private keys in tamper proof hardware. But on the other hand, we expose the same set of private keys through these seed phrases by writing it down on a piece of paper. I mean, it kind of makes no sense. It's complete imbalance of security on both sides. Right. And it mm -hmm. opens it up to, you know, problems such as trust issues, single point of failure, hacks, thefts, environmental damages like fire, earthquake, um, eternal fear of loss and so on. So we felt that needs to be replaced. And that was the first, you know, uh, ideation around or kind of uh, germination of our own idea around, you know, Cypherock X1. So that was the first problem. The second problem, you know, as in when we talk to users over time, we realize, you know, even the current hardware wallets do not satisfy the right amount of security that a user needs for the majority of the funds. Because, you know, mm -hmm. even if you take the most popular hardware wallets today, I mean, even they are not 
completely uh, hack proof in that sense you know you can have physical attacks on them you know um, there has been reports in the past that even the most topmost hardware wallets have been hacked uh, physic if you know you have a physical access to that so we thought you know if we want something that offers like a secure swiss bank account for a general user uh, right into their homes it needs to be better than this it cannot be physically attacked right you know it's secure one moment and the other moment you realize okay it can be hacked by a new vulnerability that's been discussed so that's something which i don't feel is the right way forward in this industry and the third and the most important i think is uh, this this is i think kind of a general problem with crypto which is uh, the inheritance problem right you know in traditional assets you have um, the government and uh, the banks carrying out uh, the inheritance um, for the traditional assets so physical assets in in general but for digital assets you know we don't have a provision for that because inherently it that's the inheritance uh, the inheritance side of things is so so difficult in the first place because you know if you are the one who who knows about your private keys uh, you obviously cannot you know have that confidence in telling even your loved ones about your private keys because you never know when the relationship changes and you know mm. if if at all by any chance god forbid it changes so you know something might happen to your funds right so we we thought you know there has to be a better way even for that and so these were these were kind of the you know three basic problems um we ourselves were focusing our energy on try to solve it for the space and that was kind of the whole idea of uh, you know developing cypherock x1 in the first place so how we are i mean you know fast forward today we have like you know hundreds of users right now on the waitlist we are backed by consensus uh, right now which is obviously um, uh, i mean like we are the only second startup out of india you know funded by them and then currently we are in the beta testing phase so we are you know talking we are trying to test it out with various users that we have and then hopefully um, you know open it up to public very soon like people can pre order the device today but uh, you know we'll be publicly launching like very soon okay um and um <clears throat> How did you uh, come up with the name Cipher Rock? Like, where did the name come from? <laughs> so it's it's again a, like a funny story. Like we didn't have we don't have a branding background. We you know we both of us co-founders have an engineering background. So we obviously inherently are not that creative. And so you know when when you think of security, uh, the first thing comes in your mind is cryptography and cipher text, right? So we thought you know it would be cool to have a name like you know related to cipher. And so we just tried different permutations and combinations with cipher that could you know fit well. And then you know what could fit well at that time was cipher rock, which is rock solid security. So that that is where you know how we thought okay this is working. We actually named our team in a hackathon which we eventually won, and so we thought okay we are going with this name. Everyone knows us by this name now. So that was mm -hmm. kind of uh, you know how we named it Cipher Rock. That's awesome. So um, for people who don't know anything about Cipher Rock, can you just give a bit of a brief introduction? I know you sort of outlined the problems that you guys set out to solve, but. Um, for people who just have no idea what Cypher Rock is, can you just give them a little bit of a brief introduction? 
Sure, sure, sure. So uh, it's it's a it's like a hardware product. And for I mean, if you if someone visits the website, it's it's like a hardware hardware wallet. It's it's like a combination of two products into one. Which is the first is like state of the art hardware wallet, and the second is um, basically having a key backup solution in the same hardware. So I'll explain both of these, right? So if you are someone who needs to upgrade your hardware. The thing, the thing with today's hardware is, you know, you have a single point of failure in that. Like, if someone manages by any chance to hack the hardware, your funds will obviously gone if physically attacked, right? So how we designed it in the first place is we separated the storage component of the private keys and the computation component of the hardware wallets. So our our product basically is made of like two components. One is the X1 wallet where the computation happens and it never stores your private keys. And the second part is something called as Psi cards. So these Psi cards, you know, we use the same hardware as your debit card or credit card. So that's the same level of security that Psi cards have. And so, uh, you know, if someone buys a product, they get one Cypherock X1 wallet and four Psi cards. Now, inherently, how this works out is, uh, you know, when you initialize the device, just like any other hardware wallet, it generates your private key. And then using an algorithm called as Shami secret sharing, it basically divides or splits up your private keys into four unique secrets, each of which you then transfer it out into each one of the side card just by tapping the side card on top of it. That's it. Now what you do is you keep these side cards, these four side cards into different locations. That's it. Now in the future, let's assume you, you know, you want to make a transaction using your wallet. You don't need to fetch all of these four cards. You just need to fetch any two out of these four cards to make a transaction. So you fetch any two out of these four cards, you tap it onto your X1 wallet, you enter the pin which you obviously had initially set and you're good to go to make a transaction. So it kind of solves a single point of failure as in, you know, um, it's uh, it solves your data loss problem because um, until unless you lose at least three cards, which is obviously highly improbable if you have kept kept it safely in different places, your funds are safe, which is not the case with the current you know hardware wallets in that sense. And the second, it solves your data theft problem, which is um, even if someone by any chance you know gets hold of even one of the cards, your funds are still safe. Because the hacker, what he needs to do is, number one, find out the location of at least two cards. That's the first variable that he needs to crack. The second variable, even if by any distant me measure, you know, he manages to get hold of the two cards, he still needs to have access to the pin. Without which it's, you know, almost impossible he can get out the funds. So it's like we have, you know, multiple layers of security, uh, which adds to the whole, uh, you know, complexity for a hacker to actually hack your funds. So that's the first thing, you know, that device does is it allows you to have like a better upgraded hardware wallet without like a single point of storage of your private key. That's one. The second is like, you know, people who might be, you know, happy with their hardware wallet in general. And, uh, you know, they don't want to have this upgraded security in that sense. The, the, the problem with their current, um, you know, private key security is the security of their seed phrases, which obviously, you know, I, I, I you know, this is something which I've heard, which is more than 70% uh, of the users keep it on a piece of paper, like, which is obviously, you know, ridiculous 
uh, I mean, it's it's how it's the this industry has been, but you know where this is where we want to change things here. And so how we propose is we we believe that the seed phrases of wallet deserves the same level of security as the private keys in the hardware wallets. And so even if someone uses their existing hardware wallet, what they can use this device for is just enter their seed phrases into the X1 wallet. It again applies the Shami secret sharing and splits up the sheet phrases into the four cards. So in the future, let's assume, you know, your existing hardware wallet, maybe like a ledger or treasure gets lost or stolen for some reason, and you need to recover back your funds. You don't need to fetch, you know, your piece of paper because obviously you don't know the condition. You are not 100% sure that it's still existing, right? Uh, in our case, what would happen is you just need to fetch any two cards out of those four, any two in any order. You fetch any two cards out of the four, you enter back your pin, and that's how you recover you know, your um, seed phrase back and hence your private keys. So we mm -hmm. believe this is again like a minimum 10x upgrade um, on, on this, as far as security is concerned you know, when compared to the paper. And then we have something upcoming on uh, the beneficiary service also, but again, we don't want to reveal it too much now. It's down in the roadmap. Fair enough, fair enough. So, um, what are some of the next big updates on the way for Cypherock? Got it. So uh, we pretty much are in the pre-order state right now, as as I already told you. Um, we want to support as many cryptocurrencies as possible. Uh, so like currently, uh, we are in the testing phase of various different blockchains. We already have uh, the ERC20, Ethereum, Bitcoin, VeChain already supported. And then obviously when we launch, we want to have more than 20 plus different uh, cryptocurrencies supported by them. So that's definitely one of the things. Um, secondly, also, you know, we'll be coming up with uh, the beneficiary service, which I've already told you that, you know, that will also be available um, about two months to three months down the line. And then the third uh, is, again, you know, one of the exciting things that, um, you know, people requested us, which is, you know, the, the software inside the X1 wallet, we could also offer as a mobile SDK to different mobile wallets. So again, you know, software wallets face the same problem. Uh, you know, people using software wallets, they screenshot their seed phrase, they save it on a cloud, uh, they don't write it properly, and then their phone gets corrupted and they realize, okay, I don't have it now. So these are, you know, common problems that even software wallets face. And so what we intend to do is we intend to provide uh, a software SDK of the X1 wallet to different, you know, wallet providers. And so essentially how that would work out is, you know, if let's suppose there's uh, a mobile wallet, maybe like Coinami, and if they decide to integrate our SDK with them, what would happen is, you know, users, users don't need to write down their seed phrases of a software wallet on a piece of paper. They can directly tap the cards on their phone. And again, you know, you can have the two of four combination for those seed phrases as well. So that's again, you know, a very, you know, good use case uh, of our product. It's like just not limiting ourselves to a hardware product. We can also secure the seed phrases of different software wallets as well. So th that's again, one of the major updates, you know, will be coming out very soon. Awesome. Awesome. And um, what would you say, are, like, or how does CypherRock fit in with other existing hardware wallets? And and I know you touched on some of the differences, but like, uh, just again, how, how would you say it sort of fits in with others? And then how is it uniquely different? 
Right. So uh, as I think I have covered most of the point in terms of differentiation. But again, as number one is we don't have like a single point of storage of the private key, which is obviously essentially uh, the case in other wallets. So that's I think the major difference. We'll be having much more coin support, which you know if you take the traditional wallets, they don't offer that much support because of memory constraint. But because we have different cards which have much higher memory, so we'll be able to support much more. cryptocurrencies in the same wallet so that's again a big differentiation uh, then the other category of products which is you know your metal sheets that you know uh, some of the companies are coming with for uh, basically engraving the seed phrases so again the, with them they, we have a huge differentiation because you know even if it marginally protects you against environmental factors even if someone gets hold of that metal sheet your funds are gone right basically but again in our case that's not a possibility a, a hacker needs to compromise the locations as well as the pin which is you know um exponentially more difficult in our case so that's i think the major differences uh, and then there's uh, another one of the differences in terms of security which is we are using eal 6 plus secure chips which is for the consumers highest possible um secure chips available right now um there are a total of el7 plus even the existing hardware wallets they use el5 plus chips so you know the security of our chips it's comparable to how iphone store their fingerprints that's the kind of the same chip and we kind of procure it from the same manufacturer which is nxp semiconductors um so that that's i think the major differences here okay yeah that makes sense and um Um sorry really? I I did forgot to add one more a critical part. Uh you know if you see traditionally all of the wallets they offer a uh, one wallet per hardware so like if you buy a treasure or ledger today you get one wallet per hardware. So if you are like a person who wants to divide up the funds you have to maintain you know these different hardware wallets. Uh so the management becomes very difficult. I mean I was on a call with a customer like 2 days back and he faced the same big issue because his business relies on crypto right now. and but but our major difference here is we are offering three different wallets in a single hardware setup so you can have three different wallets and you know use it with the four side cards plus the x1 wallet so that's again like a huge huge uh you know advantage if you if you know if you are considering price point at that you know as a, as a differentiation because uh for i mean almost the same price you're getting three wallets instead of one wallet So that's that's yeah. again a big difference. Yeah, for sure. And where where do you see Cypher Rock going in the next year and then in the next 5 years? I guess just like ideally um cuz obviously it's hard to tell in crypto. <laughs> but uh but in in an ideal world where would you see it going in the next year and then the next 5 years? Right. So ideally, you know, if you ask me for the next 1 year, we obviously want to sell like at least uh you know million a million devices. That's what we project we want to hope for in an ideal world. Um and in the next next 5 years, we obviously as a company expect crypto to go mainstream like you know people really using it, protocols being actually used uh as as it's been projected today so for that we you know we want to become like the default um default wallet 
or you know what we have is a thesis and this is i think very very similar to how uh, the traditional finance works you know if you know you know everyone has like a, a small wallet which they use for daily transactions and a bigger wallet where they store the larger funds right and so what we have as a thesis is we want to become that default uh, large vault for everyone that they can have in their homes right we want to become like the default swiss bank in your in your pocket so that's that's where we uh, see ourselves in the five years okay awesome and um are we going to see you or any of your team potentially at any events over the next year or is that not uh in the uh, in the works yet uh it's definitely in the works uh, we are still uh, you know jotting down what the best events are in terms of you know kind of getting uh, the wallet out there in the hands of the right people as early adopters so one is obviously we'll be going to there's an event called genesis block 2020 in bangalore itself happening like around uh, 25th january i mean this january itself so we are definitely going there but again you know as far as um countries like europe uh, i mean countries in europe such as france germany as concerned we we are still figuring out uh, the right events to go forward for yeah fair enough and um so where where can everyone go to learn more about cypher rock yeah it's a uh, simple c y p h e r cypher o c k rock dot com so th- that's our website you know maybe you could have it in your show notes as well and then for to you know kind of contact with you can contact me you know directly at rohan at cypherop dot com or maybe my twitter handle at rohan agarwal ninety four it's like kind of my internet handle so you know it's there for everything awesome and then where can they go and follow cypher rock on like twitter or any other yeah, socials it's, so it's on twitter it's cypher rock at cypher rock wallet and the rest of the places it's either cypher rock wallet or cypher rock like you know so okay. that's that's awesome awesome and uh, that that's pretty much everything for me you've given a pretty good overview of uh, of cypher rock uh, is there anything else that you'd like to share with everyone before we end this off uh not really but yeah i mean just visit the website you know give us a, give us the right feedback you know what what could be improved and yeah hopefully pre order Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. I really appreciate it. And uh you know, it's always interesting to see what else is out there in the uh in the crypto world. So, you know, it's always cool to see different projects that are doing different things and uh again, I really appreciate you coming on to do this. Thanks for having me, Scott. Thanks.